Gender bending has a long and vibrant history in theater. Shakespeare wrote five plays in which men were disguised as women or women as men. This tradition has continued down to Broadway, television, and film. Gender and orientation have become part of mass entertainment, and what was once acceptable only in limited ways is now part of modern life. So it's no wonder, then, that when Avenue Q's creator Jeff Witte discovered the gender-fluid 16th-century work Arcadia, that he turned it into a musical, which is what it now is, head over heels at the current theater through May 6th in a pre-Broadway run. The arcane plot concerns the king of Arcadia, Basilius, along with his manservant, called to the oracle at Delphi and given a series of four prophecies, that his daughters would each fall in love with an unsuitable mate, that he and his wife would be unfaithful, and that his crown would be usurped. In response, he takes his family, the queen, the two daughters, and his entire entourage on a journey to stop the prophecy from coming true, and chaos ensues. What the creators have done is not merely take the story and musicalize it, they've done it by putting the dialogue in Shakespearean verse, and rather than write a new score, they've used the songbook of the punk pop group The Go-Go's. No, I would never use the word jukebox. Tom Allen Robbins, who plays the manservant in the production. Here's the great thing about this show. The word jukebox musical has come to mean a certain kind of musical on right. Broadway, where you take the whole catalog of an artist. What this is, is someone has crafted a story and has gone through the lyrics of the Go-Go's music and in an uncanny way has managed to make those lyrics and those songs fit so perfectly what is happening in the scenes of our play. The result of it all is a musical version of a comedy that Shakespeare never wrote. And then there are the sets. Michael Mayer, director of the production. We really wanted to feel very handmade and very of the period so that we can feel like you're watching an old play that suddenly kicks into that pop-punk 80s go-go's fabulousness. To top it all, the Oracle is performed by Peppermint, a transgender actor playing a non-binary role. And here, as well as in the story itself, the point and focus of the show becomes clear. So what we're saying is that society has to always be looking to improve itself, to become more inclusive, to become more accepting, to allow people to be themselves and for all of us to be able to discover the best person that we are. Rachel York, who plays the queen in the production. It is about empowerment for all people. It's about self-empowerment and sexual, spiritual awakening. It's fun. <laughs> it's and told in a really fun, happy way. The performances, particularly by Andrew Durand as a shepherd in Amazon Drag, Rachel York as the Imperious Queen, and Bonnie Milligan as the vainest of all daughters, are outstanding. The sets, the lighting, the dancing, all terrific. Some issues, an overbearing earnestness in particular, and a second act that tends to flag, can hopefully be fixed or mitigated along the way to Broadway. As for now... Head Over Heels flies, but it doesn't quite soar. Head Over Heels plays at the Curran Theater through May 6th. For more information, you can go to sfcurran.com. I'm Richard Walensky on Bay Area Theater for KPFA.